KC Press Box, where you get the sports headlines that you care about. Plus, learn to make cold, hard cash with the Sportsbook 101 that teaches you every aspect of sports investing. I don't know about you, Steve Serrano, but I, Davo, I love a woman in a bikini. I love a woman at the beach in Miami. Are you with me on this I'm so far? Following. I don't know where this is going. We're going to Miami, baby. That's ah, where this is right, going. We're right. going to South Florida, Miami. Tonight, the Atlanta Braves and Charlie Morton. The very good offense. They're playing at Miami with one of their better starting pitchers. The Atlanta Braves are only a mm. minus 119 mm. favorite. Put mm. 119 to win 100, 238 to win 200. It doesn't matter. Take the Atlanta Braves. They win tonight. Then after they win, we head to South Beach and we chase some tail. The lineup is ready. The players are set. And now, let's head to the KC Press Box with your hosts Steve Serrano and Davo. Davo's been chasing tail for the last mm. two weeks now. <laughs> the girls in bikinis is what I was promised. Yeah, they're on the way. Instead, we have intern Nate or Nick or whatever his name his is. His name is Nick. How disrespectful can you be? And uh, there's no bikinis no. and there's no girls. Nick has a hot sister, though, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I hope your wife's you not listening that. to this podcast. Um, that being said, we've got a lot to talk about. Obviously, you just heard the clip there. Uh, Davo back into his winning streak. He's now won the incredible 11 out of 14. We should have done a, a quick calculation, too, to see, like, if, say, you would have made a $100 bet per um, 14 bets, how much you could have made. Because I know you're not going to make 100 bucks right. to make 200 every single time. But we should have done Nate or Nick, um, up, calculate that next week. You'd be up over a grand for sure. Because so, I, I haven't given you any major favorites. So so there. So you know what? That, that's, I think, something we'll, we'll dive into. By the um, way, I've hit 79% of games. That's a good, that's, you know, you're batting that. What's that in a batting average? They so. say a, a professional hits 60. Oh, Wow. And I'm at 79. Semi-professional. Let's see see how I keep it up through football. Let's see how we keep rolling. A lot of pressure right there that you just put on yourself. No pressure. Uh, But we'll jump into, again, our lock of the week plus our uh, sportsbook uh, one-on-one. Just trying to drop some more knowledge for you, but a lot to talk about today. Um, Aside from Royals baseball, as the Royals' trade is coming to an end, what will they do? What will they not do? Um, So that trade deadline just around the corner. Chiefs training camp. You Mm. saw it all over social media. Those rookies arriving today at the time that we're taping the show. Always love watching. The rookies roll in on social media. Some have nothing. Some have a thousand target bags. It's just <laughs> amusing to see what they're about to do there in St. Joseph, Missouri um, later this week, too. So we'll dive into that. Plus, again, like promised, Davo could go uh, 12 of 15, mm-hmm. uh, the locks of the week. So a lot to talk about. Davo, welcome way, to the show, by the way. it's a. I'm going to give you a little spoiler here. Yeah. This is a lock today. You are going to call me crazy. You're going to be shocked at this lock that I'm going to give you today. That's the only hint you're going to get. I don't know, but at the start of this KC uh, Press Box. Again, thank you so much for subscribing. If you have not subscribed, kcpressbox.com. You also said the Kansas City Royals would win the division. Yeah, that was before the year, though. But how many wait, wait, hang on games back are the Royals right I said one in three chance they'd win the division. I did say that. That's a 33% chance well, that the Royals win the division. I didn't expect Mondesi to play three games the whole season. I didn't expect Solaire to turn into a pumpkin. I didn't expect Dozier to do the same thing. Is and there I, a 33% chance right now that the Royals win the division? There is a 0% chance the Royals win the division right now. Did you just drop your pen like it's a, drum, yes. mic, a mic drop over there? It's a mic drop that <laughs> I you told me to drive to Iowa. Yeah, I did. Place the bet. I did tell you that. Because you said it's free money. Why don't we have the audio I of said that? great value. I did, Nick, I, give me the audio for next week oh, of drive to right. Iowa. 
Give me the uh, and this is free money. I should go back through my text messages and you just saying you're just giving the money away. But how was the week going besides that? Uh, it's good. It's good. We I'm got, fired up. It's been good. It's been a, big, a quick week actually. So that's, yeah, what, that's what she said. It will, yeah. Well, hopefully not. But yeah. Um. All right. Anything else new before we jump into sports headlines? Anything nope. new with you? There's so much going on with sports headlines. That we are you Are you enjoy. gearing for football? Are you ready for football, dude? I know I, you, this is well, when you get the itch. I am, but I'm actually really enjoying MLB DFS this year on DraftKings. I'm having a very lucrative season. It's probably my best. Well, not probably. It is my best. Well, okay. Correction. You know, I had that thirty thousand dollar winning night and a mm-hmm. twenty five thousand dollar winning night mm-hmm. back in uh, sixteen and seventeen. But other than that, like as far as grinding it out every day this has been as far as grinding it out and being successful my best mlb season yet so i mean i'm excited though because i think football i love baseball baseball can get very long yeah right the baseball well, especially when your team sucks correct it gets very long you get a little it gets worn out but when it comes to nfl season uh it's fun because it's it's all riding every single week right. on that one game well, and, I, like- and i think that's when you shine honestly you do a ton of research i can't wait for for people to hear some of the uh, the prep that you go into each week from fantasy football that we'll talk about a little bit later on the show, but just preparing and, and watching these players. And now that we're out of COVID and out, not out of COVID and vaccines and things like that, it's going to be an interesting season. It really it's gonna is. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I love it. So, so let's, let's get, let's get into the show, but we will not talk about Davo driving to Iowa for the Royals. <laughs> To win the division. To win the division because we all know that is over. The KC Press Box headlines. Hey, at least I got to hang out with the Amish up there. In that is true. Lamoni. We haven't had any jam in a while. They haven't said, they, remember they sent it to us, somebody? Did we ever figure out who the hell sent no, that to us, it, by the way? It, but I don't know if it was it was jam, but it wasn't Amish jam, remember? Did it you was even, like from Los Angeles. Did you ever try? You took that home. I no, never I don't want to try that. I can't trust what well, it came from. Somebody sent that to us. You can't be a dick about that. All right. Uh, breaking news in the last 24 hours. Um, and I go, even before we started the show, there's people wandering outside of our studio uh people are, are talking about this non-stop that the texas and oklahoma are both attempting to join uh the sec mm-hmm. that could become final by the end of this weekend i think it could um so my question for you what's your initial reaction to this i mean i feel like this always happens though well my initial reaction is let's look at it first of all since we're based in kansas city mm-hmm. we have a lot of civic pride we love kansas city mm-hmm. i don't I think it could be really bad for our city. Now, I'll tell you why for a couple of reasons. The obvious one is, I mean, you and I broadcast pretty much every March. We go down mm-hmm. to the Big 12 tournament and mm-hmm. hang out at the, at the Power and Light District, if you're not familiar with Kansas City, right across from the T-Mobile Center. And it's yep. it's a four-day party. Does you know People come to town. Teams from all over the place are there. Fans. Fans and, from yeah, all over the place. The cheerleaders, the bands, and everyone's staying at our hotels and drinking in our bars and eating in our restaurants. So the thing, it's the civic pride thing, first of all, right? Like, we all mm-hmm. love having that it's something you can look forward to and really feel you feel proud of kansas city don't you because people, much people so. come here and they tell you how much you know the Phillips 66 people come how, how great kc does and they don't want to leave it but then steve the money for a lot of businesses is the second thing it's the pride and it's the, for our economy all the bars and restaurants 100%. and hotels and gas stations and on and on and on so i think it could be bad uh what i'm what i'm getting at here is assuming this does happen and texas and oklahoma leave what i'm getting at we'll talk about this in a minute what i'm getting at is that the big 12 may not exist in let's really? say let's say three to five years let's say and if that that's, happens that's a, that's a huge hit of kansas city and if right that there. happens we're probably not getting a basketball tournament. we'll get the ncaa tournament every three or four sure. years 
But, I mean, the Big Ten tournament is always either in Chicago or Indianapolis. I mean, it's possible they could throw us a bone and have it here once every five years. It's possible the SEC, although it's a Southeastern Conference, they're going to want to go in Atlanta and Charlotte. So, I mean, it's a good chance that we're going to lose that here because, you know, and second thing here that I'll get at, we'll talk more about teams here in a second, but I think it could be bad for local interest as well because I think Kansas and Kansas State, uh, some people don't agree with me on K-State. I think both of them are going to move to the Big Ten. I think that's going to happen. Um, and so I think it's just the first domino here, Oklahoma and Texas. I think it's going to be eventually, Steve, my prediction, and you know this has been talked about. It's not, it's not like it's my idea here. But what I think will happen is this is all based largely on football, right? Yes. Because they make the most money. But what I think will ultimately happen is there's going to be four Super Leagues in Division One with 16 teams. That's 64 teams. The expanded, expanded playoffs that we talked about a couple weeks ago. I believe that within, let's say, five years max, there will be four leagues. And I'm thinking Big Ten, okay. the SEC, the Pac-12, and the ACC is what I'm thinking. And I think there will be 16 teams per league. And there's going to be some teams that have to decide if they want to be independent, if they're going to join some smaller leagues. It's, it's, it's going to be right. But I think it's going to hurt Kansas City is my point. So then go through the remaining Big 12 teams. Okay. Like what, what what happens? Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, um, Big 10. What's, what happens here with these guys? I think Kansas is almost a lock for the Big 10. I mean, now remember, Big 10 historically is all about the academics. I mean, I'm a Nebraska, sure. I'm a Nebraska grad, and they, I'll admit it. They let us in not because of our academics, but because of our football program. And what it, it, I know the football has fallen on hard times in Nebraska, but they generate a ton of Nebraska money. still has football team? I hate you. I don't remember that. They generate, you used to be a fan growing up, too, back in the Tommy Frazier days. I did, that's when they, they had a team. Lawrence Phillips, Sorry. rest in peace, idiot. It was an idiot after his career. Anyway, um, yeah, you look at it. Um, Kansas, I think, is a lock. The basketball thing, um, and it's just it's a it's a, a decent academic school. Kansas State, people are like, well, why would they want K State? Well, K State, you have to remember. I think Steve, and I need to look into this. Maybe you know something. I'm almost sure that I heard one time that KU and K State have to be in the same conference for some reason. I think there's something with the state. Like I could be wrong because they're both state schools and connected, but okay. I, th- I, th- I might be wrong on that, but I think that might be a thing. But even besides that, K-State is always solid, right? They're never embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, football is borderline national power. Basketball has been an off and on tournament. I mean, K-State does not have bad athletic programs. I think they would make sense to go together. And then Iowa State, you mentioned, um, you know, the Iowa Hawkeyes are already in the Big Ten. They've been in the Big Ten forever. So it would just make sense for Iowa State for the geographic rivalry. I think those three teams joining the Big Ten would be almost a lock. And then you could look at maybe one to two more teams um, in the Big Ten as well. But those three in particular. Then what really happens with the Big 12? Does it dissolve? Are we done? Is Big 12 done? Is it the Big Three? So this is going to go one of that's two. That's weird. This is going to go one of two ways. There's only two possible scenarios. And let's talk West Virginia here, too. And does this happen this year? Not that quick. Well, because okay. te- Texas and Oklahoma will be one more year in the Big 12, for sure. One more year. Um, and I don't think, and I think if Kansas does go to the Big Ten at the earliest, it would be the same thing. I mean, there's going to be at least one more year, probably okay. more like three to five of the Big okay. 12, realistically. But, but it's going to take time. But like West Virginia... It's probably going to, I can see them joining the SEC, right? Look, look where they're at in the country. Possibly the ACC, because that's okay. East Coast. It makes no sense for West Virginia to compete in the Big 12, especially if Texas and Oklahoma are coming out and the money's drying up in the Big 12. True. They're going to bolt. They're gone. That's one of the locks that they're gone. Um, and then you want to talk about the Texas school real quick, too? Yeah, I mean, the, you mean Patrick Mahomes school? Texas Tech? You Patrick Mahomes school is what we prefer to call it here in Kansas City. Yep, the Texas Tech Red Raiders. So that's an interesting school, right? Because now, I don't know if you read about this, there's a whole bunch of drama oh. down in Texas because A&M is all pissed. A&M wanted to be the only Texas school in the SEC because they're in the SEC. They left the Big 12 at the same time Nebraska and Missouri did and Colorado. 
And they really want to be the only school. So they're fighting it. They're all pissed that, you know, big brother Texas is joining. So that, that leaves the question, though. You mentioned it, Texas Tech. And then even Baylor and TCU. Well, Baylor, obviously, is a freaking power in oh, basketball. 100%. And, and is, is a lot better. And so, I mean, I think the SEC probably takes Baylor. Okay. Um, t- Texas Tech and TCU are interesting. Because it's like, I don't know. I, I, I Are they... Are they Pac-12? Are they? Does one of them go to the Big Ten and one to the SEC? I mean, do they become independents? I mean, I don't know. And then you've got one more, one other school before I'm going to tell you my other thing I could see happening. The other school would be Oklahoma State, which I think is a wild card. Correct. Because I, they don't have the same rule, I don't think, in Oklahoma. And I could see them in the Big Ten. They, they'd be a solid Big Ten-type school. Um, but, Steve, the only thing that you, you said, what happens to the Big 12? Let's talk about that. Okay. Now, I think this is a 10% chance. I, I think there's a 90%. I'm all about Hold on, hold on. If, if we're keeping track at home, is there a better chance for the Royals to win the division or for what you're about to tell me? <laughs> for what I'm about to tell okay. you. Okay. Wait, I, is for, I really wait, hate you. So the Royals to win the division, there's worse odds the Royals to win the division than I'm what you're about to tell me. I'm going to come over and kick you in the groin. I'm just being honest I hope here. you're wearing a cup in here. Sometimes we have, uh, you know what? It's Sometimes it's better to put it out there. Than just to hold it and not think about it. Hey, I, I, all I got to say to you, buddy, is eleven and three. All that, right, a hundred percent on that. <laughs> but okay, ten percent. You asked about the Big Twelve. Yes, the scenario where the Big Twelve survives, because I think the Big Twelve in let's just say three to five years is toast. So the scenario where it survives, and I also, for that matter, think like I don't know the Mountain West and some of these <laughs> other conferences. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with them. But the Big Twelve. The only way the Big Twelve makes it, there's a ten percent chance I could see this happening. The Big Twelve says, okay. We're done if we don't add like four schools like right now. The only way they're going to make this work is, first of all, they're going to have to get West Virginia to stay, which I think is going to be difficult to do. Texas and Oklahoma leaving is going to take a lot of money out of football in that league. That's their, that's their main two oh, football yeah. powers. Oh, I mean, gosh. think about it. After that, I mean, who becomes the top football school? I mean, it's true. like some years freaking Kansas State might be the strongest left of the, of the remaining bunch. I mean, Baylor, I guess, would be. But, but I mean... I think that what if they go to Nebraska and Missouri, right? And they okay. say to Nebraska, you haven't been real great in the Big Ten. Come home. It's, it's a regional thing. We know you're going in the right direction in basketball and football. <laughs> and then Missouri, you know, come back to Missouri. You're struggling to compete, really. I mean, sure. you're, you're okay in the SEC. They've had good basketball and football the last couple of years, but they've been really rough. But are they competing? Not And, and are they right. really going to be able to out? recruit Alabama and Mississippi no. and Oklahoma and no. Texas and LSU and Auburn. So it's like, do they bring Nebraska? First of all, it had the only way the big 10 survives. They have to get Nebraska and Missouri back period. And True. then the big 12, I mean, that's the only way the big 12 survives Nebraska, and Missouri. Then I think the only way you have to get everyone to stay, you're going to have to add two more schools. Now I don't know. It needs to be a slam dunk. Do they somehow go out and talk Notre Dame, which is probably no mm. snowball chance of mm. hell going to happen. Notre Dame, awesome, They want to be independent. They're too good for a conference. That's probably never happening, but I'm just throwing it out. I'm saying this is like a Hail Mary at this point. Sure. So could you somehow pull someone who's not in a conference? So Notre Dame would be one. Probably not. That's probably not happening. Then you go through some of the other schools. Houston, I guess, would be okay, but it's not really. I mean, it's like you look at the AAC and some of these other leagues. I mean, the problem is it's too bad Gonzaga, for example, doesn't True. have football. But, but, but Gonzaga would probably join the Pac-12 because they're in Spokane, Washington. But like you have to start thinking creatively who are the schools out there do you try to get colorado state i mean that's not really big you know what i'm saying though but that's see this is the problem with the big 12 they they're losing i don't have the numbers but i'm willing to bet you that texas and oklahoma are like 25 percent of the whole conference revenue like so that i just don't see how they survive and if kansas goes it's over dude it's literally over i just think it's so weird i mean obviously it's 2021 nothing to you know to be too surprised about it but just if the big 12 does resolve that's just it's just weird it really is 
Well, te- by the way, can I bitch about Texas? Screw Texas. They first they Texas, Texas Tech, or Texas A and University, oh, the, the oh, Longhorns, and the whole state. And here. I'm sorry, Matthew McConaughey, because I like you, but your your alma mater is a bunch of dicks. First of all, you remember back in the day when we were young kids, the Big Eight was a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then oh, we had to go to the Big Twelve and include Texas and the Texas schools. And then Texas comes in and moves the league office out of Kansas City down to freaking there, and they start moving some of the tournaments out of Kansas City down to to Dallas. They want the tur- the football game there every year instead of here, for example. Then all of a sudden we lose the NCAA headquarters to Indianapolis, which is no. It's a coincidence, it be that same time frame as well. And now, tech, and then Texas, instead of wanting a Big 12 network, a TV network, Steve, that would help us out a whole bunch, uh, they launched the Longhorn Network, mm. which you can only get on DirecTV. No one carries mm. it. So it's like they screwed the Big 12 coming in. <laughs> they screwed the Big 12 during it with revenue by not getting a Big 12 network. And now they're screwing the Big 12 on the way out by going to the SEC. So I, I can't say the full F word, but F you, Texas. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even a Big 12 guy anymore. I'm a Big 10 guy now, but screw you, Texas. All right, so I'm going to throw. We're going to switch gears. Um, we're going to take the pads off, and we're going to grab the baseball bat right now. Uh, but my question for you, I'm going to say two names. Um, I'm going to say Danny Duffy okay. w- with Merrifield. And, and we're not talking about the Royals going on a run right now. Uh, I'm talking about two players because what we're less than a week away yeah. uh, for the trade deadline. A week from today, actually. Uh, do either one of those players disappear from the Royals roster? I mean, Danny's pretty much disappeared right now because he's still injured, right? He's not, all, he hasn't yeah, returned, right? He has the left flexor strain. Um, which is probably a couple weeks. But those minimum. are the names that keep being brought but the, up. But the Giants, yeah. The, normally you would say he's not getting traded because he's on the IL right now. Yeah. But the Giants, there was an article that came out yesterday. The Giants are actually really interested. He, By the way, he has the 10-5 rule where he's been with the same team. I remember you. Yes, you talked about yeah, that. Yeah, so he can turn down any trade he wants. But I, the rumor is he would go to California. He's from California. So, so. I know, but totally off uh, off subject before you answer about Danny Duffy. Uh, Bo, loving the Bo Jackson shirt, by the way. Oh, Where's that you. from? This I got this from the K. This is homage. Oh, yeah. But did you see Charlie Hustle? Did you just yeah, yesterday they launched? Did that's what I thought it might have been already. No, it's, it's not the Charlie Hustle, but Charlie Hustle has a line of three, Love too. that shirt. That's a sharp shirt, by I the know. way. I want to get all the Bo Can Jackson Can we give that shirts. away? What size is that? Off of me? You want game used? Yeah, let's give it. With let's the cologne it away. Yes. Cologne and sweat and everything? What size? All right, sorry. Danny Duffy, Whit Merrifield, do either one of them get trade in less than a week? Holy ADHD Batman, sorry. by the way. I just looked that- right at it, and I was like, geez, that's a good-looking <laughs> shirt. I'm going to say, I'm all about odds. I'm going to say 42% chance one of them gets traded. Slightly <laughs> below. I think I actually think Merrifield might be more likely. I'm starting to think, and we talked about this off and on. We've talked about how Dayton kind of refuses in the past to trade guys and lets them walk as free agents and or lets them get too old when they lose value. And the Royals have kind of missed a window. And, wh- and why is Tampa Bay and Oakland you know, consistently good because they trade guys before they become free agents to reload the, the pipeline with prospects. And they're pretty damn good at what they do. Now they haven't won a world series like the Royals have. So there's something to be said about that. But um, I do think with the new owner, John Sherman, seeing what Cleveland does, I think he's very open and, and maybe even, I don't want to say he's encouraging Dayton to think about trading him, but I think he would be open in a way that David Glass perhaps wasn't. So I think Whit Merrifield is actually a possibility, Steve. Any freaking contender is going to want him. I think Tampa Bay might make the most sense. My favorite. I know, right? Didn't they just pick up somebody? Well, yeah, like Nelson Cruz yesterday. Yeah. They'd be going all in. I mean, remember when the Royals in 15 got Johnny Cueto and Ben Zobrist? By the way, poor Ben Zobras. You've read about I that. Know. We it's, shouldn't talk about that, but. about that. But uh, Tampa Bay the, makes sense to me. There's an infielder named Vidal Brujan that the Royals, he's a real top prospect that, you know, maybe if you packaged Duffy plus, or I mean, sorry, Merrifield plus, I mean, who maybe is Duffy? Merrifield plus whoever. Maybe you can pull off something like him, which would be a stud infielder for the next six years. I think there's a decent chance. And if you're asking me, you didn't ask me, but I'm just going to tell you, I think they should make the move 
for the, for the good of the club, and I think to be fair to Wit, I think it'd be good for Wit. He's thirty two to be able to make on a, a, a playoff run. And, and look at it. Well, you know, you're probably going to ask me. I hope about Bobby Witt Jr. in a minute. I mean, you've got Bobby Witt Jr. coming up who can play second or short. You, you have Nicky Lopez who's been freaking fantastic this year. You have True. Mondesi if he ever gets healthy. I mean, you, so you've got options in the middle infield. Is my point. So that that is, and I, I know they're playing Merrifield in the outfield. I get that, but I mean, and if you get another infielder back in return or a stud outfielder back, you're, the the point is you're going to get a stud bat back in return for him. So. 43% chance yeah. Wit or well, Danny are gone. Well, no, a week from today. I think the deadline's at 3 p.m. next Friday. So, so if, we, if we record about two, maybe we can do a live watching Twitter refresh show next week, like seeing what's going on. We'll definitely talk about it at kcpressbox.com. Make sure you subscribe. Oh, we got to talk a little bit more about baseball, but yeah. a different wit, no relation, no correlation. Well, there's a small <laughs> no correlation, <laughs> but no uh, relationship. A different wit. This guy's on fire. Bobby Witt uh, Jr., Triple yep. A. He's yep. been, got, mo- uh, got pulled up. And I don't know if you saw this, uh, smoking the ball and also an inside the parker. What are we playing? Uh, what are we playing little league ball right yeah, now? How is that possible? I didn't way, even see it. I think he was like 14.1 seconds from home to home. Like, it, he, dude, the guy isn't like, he's like Mondesi fast, dude. Like this guy is the Mondesi fast. Legit, no, he really is though. He's like that fast. I just weird hearing that name Mondesi. I haven't said yeah, that I name know, in a while. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, it hurts my heart. So I'm gonna say he's coming to Kansas City this this year because when? we talked to okay and so, why why this year why waste it if okay well it doesn't matter at this point because true because we're past May remember that's like May 10th is the arbitrary date where you so you can bring a player up anytime after May 10th and it won't count as you you get a, so those who don't understand this you have in baseball it's kind of dumb but you have a six year well there's they might go on strike this winter there's gonna be a new collective bargaining agreement and it's probably gonna get shortened down to five but right now in the current CBA once you come to the big leagues six years of service time you basically have to stay with your the team that drafted you and brought you up you can't leave for six years the first three years you're on a like you know 550 grand the first year and then 650 the second year on a pro you're on a normal salary the first three and then years four five and six is arbitration where you get to go before a judge and negotiate your salary then after six you can become a free agent well some people have been doing the manipulation time the game um, where you don't bring a guy until after May 10th because you get him for an extra year that way. So at this point, it doesn't matter if they bring him up now. The, uh, here, the, the other way it matters, Steve, is if they think they're going to keep him down until next May 10th. There's no way in hell you can keep that kid down until next May 10th. They, just, people would revolt. I, he's going to have to. He's ready. He's, do, do you think what? Let's just say this. I, as I, if I'm a general manager and I'm trying to put seats in the you know in, oh, in the stands. Yeah. Okay, but think about it. Wit gets traded. Yeah. Right. You're right. Right. Wit's traded. Right. What are we gonna do? That's what I was about to say. Bring him up. So to answer your question, I think it's either Bring Aug- him up. I think it's either August first if Merrifield gets traded, or I think it's September first. Now it used to be in September you could expand the rosters up to forty. Now you can only bring up two extra players, but I have to think he'd be one of the if two I, players. If I'm trying to at least get some more seats, yes. I mean, let's get some let's, experience for the kid. If you if you think you're going to compete next year and it's and win, like, get it's, him some it's, bats. It's like what we always say too. You see the shiny th- object over here, and yeah. we're just going to slide in. Wit's gone, but then hey, mm-hmm. look at this guy. Look at this wit. I'm sliding something. Okay, what is that even? I'm not sure why that correlates. All right, uh, all right. Switching from Royals again. We'll talk about it next week. KCPressBox.com. Uh, obviously, we'll see what happens in the next uh, seven days, according to uh, the trade deadline. Uh, but we talked about it at the beginning of the show. Uh, the Chiefs are back, man. It feels good. Um, I know quarterbacks have arrived today we saw rookies arriving today i don't know if you watch that over social media feed I did not uh, i love watching uh some of their outfits that they show up into Wait in st joseph missouri well, hang on a minute outfits oh yeah are you a woman that's no, jerseys no 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 they're not wearing jerseys <laughs> it's it's 
You tell me you've not seen when a player shows oh, up. You're talking about off the field. Yeah, no, yeah. Like when oh, they're arriving okay. right, right now, right. this is like they know they're being photographed. Okay. They're being video. I thought you were they're, saying their uniforms no, weren't called they're, outfits. They're, they're literally putting <laughs> like they're on in the ballet or something. They're, they're putting on a full like outfit to, okay, to right. get people entertained. Like Sometimes, when Anthony Sherman used to show up. And, correct. Yeah. And just overalls and yeah. no shirt underneath. Or, okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, the big fish would show up in like a cowboy hat <laughs> and everything else like that. So far, the rookies, nothing, nothing out of the norm. Um, a, a few just showed up just a little bit ago. By the way, can uh, I with, comment on something? Uh, brand new. Hold on. With a brand new target uh, pillow and some bunch of target bags is all I've seen so far. Can I talk about how fatherhood has changed you? Why so not that? only are you up early enough to watch the training camp. I, 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 I just when I was walking in. I was five minutes late for the show, by the way. Sorry about that. When I was walking in, I could have sworn I heard you tell somebody that you woke up like at 4 a.m. to watch the opening ceremonies. Yeah, it was Olympics. incredible. Did you miss it? Is that Okay, did you only get up at 4 a.m. because your baby woke you up, or yeah. did you actually get up to watch the opening? Because you can watch them tape tonight at like 6.30, right? Correct, but Dominic was up. I was up. At that point, I figured, why not just see what's happening? Okay. I, nothing like a good start. That's to, just such uh, a, it's a dad thing to, to do. Friday. It's yeah, a very it's dad a, thing. Very, we, we sat around, and we he, Dominic, Mr. Dominic Cruz watched it. So, yeah, I'm excited um, for this, though, man. Are you... Are, are you ready for the season? Obviously, people can go up there starting, uh, I think it's Wednesday, it the 28th. For season ticket holders. Um, how excited are you for the NFL? You know though? what I'm most excited about is fantasy football. You know what I'm second most excited about, though, about the training camp starting? And you and I share the love for this. is Hard Knocks on HBO oh, with the it, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. It'll be Dak Prescott when does coming it start? back. When does this start? Well, I don't know. Let's see. What did the I think only, two weeks. The, I think, isn't it like August 10th usually? The only re- Yeah, I think you're right. The only reason why I have HBO. Is yeah. that reason right there? It's a great show. Like it's a fantastic show. So yeah, I'm very, I'm very, very excited about that. All right. So for my other question, then, and, and I don't know if you've seen this yet too, um, the NFL sent out a memo to the NFL Players Union, which I was kind of shocked about this in general. Um, those around the league this week that there'll be no, all caps, no rescheduling games this year due to COVID, and they lose money, they forfeit pay. Yeah. So what's happening with this? Because I know a lot of people, unvaccinated guys on the team, um, some are vaccinated. The Chiefs, though, if you check out the stat on that, over 85% of people vaccinated on the players um, thus far, which is good for us, Very obviously, good. because... It's top you know, seven. Yeah, which is incredible when it comes to, um, obviously, being forfeited games. But, I mean, what's your thought on this? This is weird. Can they do this? Can they not do this? They can it's do it. It's a weird it. time. I mean, they can do it. That's what people keep forgetting. And we're not trying to get, you know... First of all, talking about the vaccine shouldn't be political. But we're not Correct. trying to get either one. But I mean, like to go to college, right? They make you have a polio vaccine and to play. I mean, remember when we would turn your head and cough and get our physicals for yeah. high school sports and they would make sure that you had vaccinations like yeah. a, a polio. True. What's True. the freaking difference? It's, there's no. Di- and, and honestly, dude, the NFL and the players union, they're for, honestly, they're the league is supposed to protect its players first and foremost. Right. Especially in the NFL. It's so violent with concussions. And so you're trying to protect your players by making sure they're vaccinated. But also the second thing on their list is the priority should be the fans and money. Right. And the game itself. And this does all three. You're protecting the health of your players. Um, you're, you know, you're putting fans in the seats. You're allowing fans to watch the games by not having games postponed and moved and canceled. Remember we had those stupid like Thursday oh, at 3 p.m. games. Like, yes. like we had a game in Buffalo in the rain. It was like a 3 p.m. start. And my boss, my, my real life boss, you guys don't know him, let me off the air early to go home and watch that game. I love that guy. It's not Steve I though. I don't recall that. It's not that to guy. To be honest. Yeah. But, and, you know, but I mean, all of that combined. And, and dude, people don't need to be losing money in TV networks. And, and like we talked about hotels and local True. economies. I think it's good. Good for the NFL. And I think like you, you, you know, Mitchell Schwartz's brother, Jeff, who played, yes. played for the chiefs. Also great follow on Twitter. He made a good point. He's like, 
He goes, it's just like it is in real life. Like the, the people you hear on Twitter that are making a big deal, like Cole Beasley from the, the Bills, and we'll talk about the Bills in a minute, but some of these other players, he goes, that's the vocal minority. He, he goes, that's how it always is in real life. In real life, the majority of people and NFL players are, are cool with it. There's the 10 or 15% that make a big stink, that make it seem like it's a big deal. In reality, he says it's not really. So you, you bring up the Bills, yeah. and, and there's that's a team that's very yeah. anti-vaccinated. Uh, when joke. it comes to those types of things, especially when you have a star quarterback like Josh Allen, yeah, saying but, he's not getting it. But is that is the NFL really going to let like a star quarterback like Josh Allen, or is this a bluff? Are they really going to cancel these games? I think I think they're going to cancel the games. I really think they will, and I think they're going to hit him in the in the wallet. And man, can we talk about how much of a dumpster fire the Bills are though? So you've got you've got teammates fighting on social media over this. You got Cole Beasley. The slot wide receiver who's now a celebrity with a certain demographic, but you got him. Oh, you've got an for what? What's he a celebrity? Anti-vax for? bashing Fauci and all that. Oh really? Then you've got an offensive lineman doing the same thing on the Bills. Who last night he deleted a whole bunch of tweets this morning, but last night said um, his name is Jonathan Feliciano. He went to Miami. He says COVID vaccines are dumb. Fauci works for Pfizer. The vaccine will kill you. I mean, he's he's on there tweeting all these things. And then you've got one of their teammates. Now I'm having a brain fart. I forget the dude's name. One of their linebackers. One of their line backers is is going back and forth arguing with those two their teammates right and it, it's not like they're joking like sometimes you see the chiefs like hardman and mahomes joking about stuff yeah. or hill like they're fighting dude like this is a horrible look for the bills who are supposed to be maybe like we talked to you asked me a couple weeks ago who i thought might be the chief's biggest competition besides the titans and i think it's the bills this is the kind of crap that divides a locker room you got a team fighting and not getting vaccinated so not only are they fighting but they might have to forfeit games because they are one of the lowest i think they're the second lowest vaccinated team in the nfl so that's going to be fascinating to see what ends up happening um i'm just looking up josh allen just to see what the heck is going on he hasn't made comments lately very much but lately if you look up cole beasley his whole his whole timeline is just that and jonathan feliciano i just it's just going to be a weird time now I'm glad the Chiefs are mostly vaccinated, like 87%, I think is what I heard. I think it'll be 90 by the time the season starts. Because I think it's only if a certain number of players, I think it has to be like six or seven players. Do, have you, to, do you think that because of a certain quarterback for the Packers, that's causing people to actually walk away? And I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You, uh, you, I don't know if you were ta- thinking of this. You think about DeAndre Hopkins, yes. too. So DeAndre Hopkins, a top three NFL receiver, he comes out uh, yesterday for the uh, Cardinals and says he might reconsider his future in the NFL if they're going to make him get the vaccine. And I'm like, dude, you have like seven years left. And you're going to make like 70 or 90 but, million. But do you get it? it's a shot. You already had a polio shot. You had a shingle shot. Then who's you bluffing? F- so the question is, who's bluffing who? The, the NFL, bluffing who? The NFL ain't blushing, man. Or bl- bluffing. Blushing either. Somebody they, might be blushing. Yeah, hey oh. no, Later. Uh, bluffing. No, I, the players are going to either have to, you know, they're going to have to, they're, they're going to have to either do it or they're going to pay the consequences. I, I really believe that. It's just a lot. I don't, I don't see him walking away, though, man. I just think we're, we're so close to the NFL season right now. Last year was just a weird season with no fans. and Yeah. Um, don't mess it limit, up, lim, It's limited, exactly. I bring it up, but we're super close right don't now. Don't you want to be able to just know, and you're, you and I are fantasy football guys, don't you want to know every Thursday that you don't have to check Sunday morning or Saturday and worry about guys missing because of COVID and picking up guys off the waiver wire at 11 a.m. on Sunday morning? I think Wouldn't I had, be nice remember I had Lamar know? Jackson, and I was like, wait, wait a minute, he's not playing this week, and now he's in, now he's out, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uh, that's right, he did a COVID. He missed two games. Yeah, that Forgot was about horrible that. for me. So That was a good trade, by the way. A lot, a lot to talk you about. You fleeced that guy. You got Jackson and Kelsey for, like, I forget 
Who'd you? Oh, you gave up uh, Derrick Henry, but it was a good trade for you. Yes, it was. Because you had another running back down. A anyway. lot to talk about, and obviously we'll jump into fantasy football as we'll it gets full closer. Shows to fantasy football. We'll help you draft. A couple will, more weeks. It will be a blast. And actually, you know what we should do is I should try to see if I can contact a couple people over there at Arrowhead. Maybe do the whole show live yeah. from one of the suites during their fantasy draft. They do a very very cool um, fantasy football draft uh, in the past you where and you I basically mock the whole thing. We could do it together. Just go yeah. back and forth. And so they they actually do. Uh, uh, you can get a suite and you do your whole draft picks in a suite. We've done it before with some of our crew. Uh, that should be really, really fun. We could so. have a KC Press Box Fantasy League, too. That, that would be... Oh, Maybe get 10, 10, that, 10 listeners to join us well, or 8 listeners. We should do or? it. We should do that. That'd be a good one. Are we going to let Nick be in it? No, Nick is not in it. Okay. Nick is not in it unless he brings the... Uh, Hot sister? The, no, no. Unless he brings the girls in the bikinis Am I gonna get from trouble? Miami. Are we going to get trouble with HR for talking about his hot sister and girls in bikinis? Is this like HR? This is on you, not me. Okay. All right. Uh, before we talk about football, obviously, again, um, this next week because of you know the, the the start of the season i feel like is what it is when yeah. people are reporting we'll talk a lot more about the nfl and, and fantasy football really, and fantasy man. football and vaccinations and things like that too hopefully we don't have to talk a lot about vaccinations and we can just keep on yes. full capacity with the season but we've got to get straight into our crystal ball question for the day still have no idea what this sound effect has to do with the crystal it's ball. Not a sound, this is an actual song. Well, I know it's a song, okay. but I mean, what does this song have to do with crystal ball? Should it be like a genie? This is the genie. Genie in a, genie in a bottle? Like so Christina it's like Aguilera? the most popular song out there right now. Yeah, like three weeks ago. This week's crystal ball question. Is that your new voice too? It's Ryan from Columbia, Missouri. That's really adorable. Because it's about the vaccine mm. and fantasy football. Mm. That is right, Ryan. Ryan wants to know, do you avoid the anti- Sex, I mean vax. <laughs> Ryan, they, come have, on, they buddy. do have the anti-sex beds of the Olympics. You see that? <laughs> yeah, I know the, the cardboard beds. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of anti-sex, but no, this is anti-vax. Is what Ryan wants to know. Guys in fantasy football drafts due to the potential forfeits and the games missed. So he's asking, do you avoid a Josh Allen on your team? Basically. Wow, that's a good question. I didn't even think about that. He does not want to know about anti-sex right now. No. But that could be, if you have a question like an anti-sex you question. You probably want the guys that have lots of sex. Submit that, to, submit that to kcpressboxes.com. Um, the crystal ball question I'm, for the week. I'm going to say the majority of them know. Like, okay, so this comes down to like first. Uh, so good, good point. Josh Allen or DeAndre Hopkins versus Cole Beasley. So... Cole Beasley, do I avoid him? Hell yes, I do. Because the guy's become a, a major distraction. It's mm -hmm. pretty clear that he almost wants to become the Aubrey Huff. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Sure. The Aubrey Huff of the NFL, where he's the bad boy and launches a political career in a website. I think Cole Beasley is doing this for the wrong reasons. I, I don't. I would avoid Cole Beasley, and I would have drafted him because I like slot receivers, and he, I had him a lot last year in DFS. But now DFS, I might play him if I, if I. But marrying, he's asking for the full season. For the mm -hmm. full season, no, I'm not drafting Cole Beasley. Now the question would be, what about DeAndre Hopkins and Josh Allen, two mm -hmm. kind of anti-vaxxers? Josh Allen, will get, huge points. Though. They're going to get the damn vaccine. Draft them if, if they're that good of players. Draft them. But if they worst don't case, get you the missed vaccine. them for two weeks or three weeks. But if they don't do it, you're going to miss three games. I mean, that's, that could cost the playoffs. I mean, yeah, but like elite talent like that, you take them. I mean, it, it, now if I suppose you can make the justification if, if let's say you liked De DeAndre Hopkins more than Ty sure. Tyreek Hill. Like, but just by a smidge. Maybe now you take Tyreek Hill. Because of you're not going to have to deal with the he, possible headache. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of NFL, one thing I should have mentioned about that I'm depressed about is if you notice that everyone's hurt. So Cam Akers, the star running back for the Rams, missing the whole season, tore his Achilles this week. And then I don't know if you saw today, uh, we, we work with a guy that's a big Saints fan. Did you see that Michael Thomas is going to miss like half the season? 
with some, I think he had a knee problem. I forget what it is. He had surgery, but he's out for like half the year. That's their best receiver. So. I, I feel, honestly, I feel like there's been a lot of injuries That's in, what I'm in, in pro sports in general right now. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't, is that because well, football played though? I was going to say it's because of COVID. But, but I mean, you can think too, they're not training the way that they maybe yeah. used to train their bodies and things like that too. Something totally will jump into another show on the KC yeah. Press Box. So again, thank you, Ryan, uh, for the anti-vax uh, question um, from Columbia. Anti-sex, dude. Yeah. Uh, feel free to submit those uh, crystal ball questions anytime. Um, KCPressBox.com. But right now, again, if we uh, were moments away from the lock of the week uh, for the week, and hopefully Devo can win again. But before we get to that point, we got to understand why he has been so successful, why he has uh, dropped so much knowledge for you, and that's why we have our Sportsbook 101. Let's make you some money. It's the Sportsbook 101 with Devo. Okay, so one thing I was just thinking about, I, w- I really want to get into football. We've kind of covered MLB for the year, um, betting, and I really want to get into Until football. I think we got to get into it in October again, though. Oh, we probably will. You know, when it's it's real baseball time. Yeah, okay. But but NFL-wise, I think we wait about two more weeks. Okay. So I want to kind of go over something. We could, we could do this anytime. It kind of seems like a good week to do a housekeeping-type question. Okay. Um, so this week's lesson, Steve, you'll like this one. This, this is on parlays. I want to talk about parlays and dig in here to the two types of parlays. Because and this pe- is not a dessert. Parfait. Parfait? Yeah, right? I don't know. By the way, speaking of food. Horrible joke. Real quick here, speaking of Thanks, food. Nick. Real quick here, speaking of food. Have you ever tried Hawaiian Brothers? No. So I've only one time. Dude, we had, I had that last night. One time they had it sent here to the radio station. It's good, dude. And I only was able to sample a little bit of it, but the stuff that I sampled, I don't know what you had last night. Chicken, what did you have last some night? Some kind of hot chicken, grilled okay. chicken. And with then what were the sides? Macaroni salad and yeah. rice. That's exactly what I had. Like That's white good. rice. It was really good. I'm gonna. There's one. There's one a mile from my house for a year. I didn't even know about that it. Lee, the new Lee Summit location over by some custard's last stand. Yeah. Yes, in Lee right, Summit, sorry. Missouri. Focus, focus for those non-local. Yeah, sorry. You had an Not, eighty. Now I have an sorry. eighty. Sorry, no parlays, no parfaits, no, no Hawaiian yes. brothers. Is it Hawaiian brothers or bros? By Who, the way, just just, just focus okay. here. All right, parlays. There's two types of parlays, and and, and I'm gonna say parlays get a bad name, Steve. You okay. get people saying, "Oh, parlays are sucker bets. They're for losers. You can't win the toys." <laughs> no, dude. You know what? Parlays. Some of my best Vegas trips and best wins have become become because of parlays. Now, there's two types of parlays. I will say there are a few sucker parlays, in fairness. But let's go over the two types of parlays. You kind of have lines and totals, right? So you're, you're 50-50 type bets. You're betting a team to cover the spread or not, and you're betting the over-under or whatever, right? So those are the two kind of what they call straight bets. And then there's money line parlays. Let's talk about the straight parlays first, where you're betting a team to win by a certain amount of points or keep it within a certain amount or, or a point spread to go over under. So I've got the odds here. So two, okay. t- so a two-team parlay would be, if you're doing um, the straights, is two and a half to one. Okay, A three-team parlay pays six to one. A four-team is 11 to one. And I'll just give you a few more here. A five team is twenty two. So to obviously one. the more teams. Right. So if you bet more money to be made. A ten team parlay, by the way, if you bet it, let's just say you put a hundred bucks in a ten team parlay, it would pay you seven thousand two hundred. It's seven hundred twenty to one odds. Now, a ten team parlay, Steve, is a sucker bet. There's no one's going ten and zero, and I'm not. Sure. And I'm not saying again. This is not just picking winners. The seven twenty to ones, assuming that you're picking ten spreads correctly. The chances of somebody picking 10 in a row, you would probably, 721, you'd probably have to do it a thousand times to even come close to doing it. On my good day, I could probably do eight and two on that. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. So now I, that's stupid. The six to one is probably stupid. Even the five to one, 22 to one is a little iffy on straight parlays. Now, if you want to talk two and three teamers, two and a half to one or six to one, I do three teamers all the time. When I'm in Vegas, my typical day is all. 
I'll usually have about 1500 to two grand if I'm there for six days per day out there on sports. And I'll have probably a grand to 1200 and just normal bets, like individual games. And then I'll have two to three parlays at a hundred bucks a pop. So if I hit a parlay, it's going to pay 600 bucks. And the goal is I'm going to hit every third or fourth parlay, a three teamer that I do. And I normally do hit about every third or fourth three teamer and that pays six to one. So that's a net profit right there. But here's what I really love to do, especially during the NFL. And I've made a lot of money doing this during the NFL. We've talked about teasers before, and this is kind of along the same lines, but a money line parlay, Steve. Now you could kind of throw out the two and a half to one and six to one and 11 to one, the two, you know, the different odds I just gave you with the money line parlay, a money line parlay means you're picking the winner straight up. Okay. So what I like to do in the NFL is find the nine point favorite that, and you have to pick the right ones because nine point favorites do lose in the NFL. It's not very often, maybe one out of, I don't have the math on it. I bet one out of eight, maybe one out of seven, maybe lose, but you find the right, you know, nine points, seven and a half point. You find the home team that you, or, or you even find a really good team that's on the road and somehow like a 16 point underdog or not. I, never mind. I forget. I said that. But anyway, so back to like the, the big favorites, right? Okay. In the NFL, I love doing this. I love putting three to four of them on one ticket for like $1,500 and it'll pay you like 900 or a grand. So what I'm saying is what are the odds I give you on the two, three, four team, that's, that's if you're taking spreads and stuff. But if you're just taking money lines and the money lines become like minus 220 and minus 300 or minus 160, you're betting on teams to just win the game. So it's a lot easier to pick correctly on that. But of course it's not going to pay out near as much, but instead of, you know, and the other advantage of that, Steve, is if you really like a team that's minus 350, but who wants to bet 350 to win 100 or bet 700 to win 200? It, sure. does, it doesn't make sense because they could leave, it, it, that doesn't make financial sense. So what you do is you put that team on a money line parlay, the one you're sure about with like two other teams, maybe one other huge favorite and one that you really like, and you can mix and match them. You can put, for example, the Chiefs and the Packers with the Colts and then a separate ticket. You could do the Chiefs and the Packers with whoever. Then you could just, you know what I mean? Then you could also do one where you shoot for the stars and do three teams on the spread. But I love in the NFL, I've made a ton of money on Moneyline parlays, and we'll probably even give some of those for locks of the week. I was going to say, I feel like um, it's really it's closer, especially in the NFL. I think what would be the best bet, obviously because with the games being on the weekend, um, we we, we try to do this show earlier in the week. When do they actually drop before like a Sunday's game? The Lions? Yeah. Like Sunday uh, Sunday night or Monday? Like, but, like like three hours after the previous week's over? Okay, so very soon. Yeah, very soon, good. We can do it so whenever. My thought Maybe is, on Thursdays before yeah, the like Thursday, a Thursday game. Yeah, like a Thursday so we can kind of go in there. Maybe even Wednesday. And let people kind of follow along and help understand, yeah. hey, we're going to choose the Chiefs versus the Raiders. Yeah. Chiefs can win that game. Um, you got the Bills versus... Um, you know, the freaking I'm happy Falcons. To go through and make it pretty much all football in the fall and do game by game if we need to, or pick five games and analyze them. I'm all about that. So, yeah, we'll give you plenty. But my point is, I think those Moneyland parlays are good in baseball, too, but they're really made for, for football and, and the NFL. And I also think that maybe we, we can try to get Hawaiian bros. Uh, is it brothers over, or bros? I don't know. Can you get a, a sponsor, like, Nick? I feel like if you're a frat guy, you say bros, and if you're a dad like you, you say brothers. All right. Roll the tape right now, <laughs> brothers and bros. Uh, roll the tape. This guy right now is red hot. Before I give him the microphone, I'm talking about Davo. Uh, according to the stat sheet, he is right now 11 wins. And three losses. And three losses. 79%. South Beach, get the bikinis out right now. He is ready. He is red hot, and he is here to make you some money. Let's make you some money. Time for the lock of the week. Today is July 23rd, 2021. I am 11 and 3 on my locks of the week. Daddy is hot. I don't even have kids. But I'm a daddy because I'm making the books, my daddy or my son, whatever. How that makes sense. The anyway. girls are calling him daddy. <laughs> no, Steve. 
Today, I told you, I promised you a shocker this week on the Lock of the Week. This mm-hmm. is not something I'm proud of. Okay. This is not something I would normally advise doing at home. Okay. There's a disclaimer on this. There is a team tonight that I'm putting as my Lock of the Week, and I'm not super comfortable with it, but it's the best game on the board, and I'm putting money on it myself. If I could drive to Iowa this afternoon and get some Hawaiian brothers on the way up there, I would drive to Iowa and put this in. We go for the first time ever to Independence, Missouri. Maybe Wait, it's Raytown, Missouri. Maybe Wait, it's Kansas City, Missouri, depending on where you think I seventy and Blue Ridge cutoff is. We are heading out to the, Kansas. We are heading to no? the, yeah, We are heading out to the Truman Sports Complex. Oh, oh no! For the first time ever. Oh no! The Detroit Tigers don't do it. Are coming to town. The Detroit Tigers winners oh, no. somehow of seven games in a row. I have no, they have not lost since before the All Star break. Don't do it. Slap dick pitcher. Oh. Willie Peralta, former Royal, gas can. If you're at the game tonight, make sure you bring some sort of jacket to keep the sauce off you because the meatball he's throwing up there, you're going to be getting lots of spaghetti sauce all over you. Meatballs, the Kansas City Royals are going to swing the bats tonight against Willie Peralta. Uh, the Royals themselves with uh, Chris Bubich pitching tonight, who's been very good recently out of relief. A rested bullpen after the off day. No way in hell the Detroit Tigers are winning eight games in a row. I guarantee it. I'm 11-3 and on the lock of the week. I hate to even put the Royals in uh, lock no. in the same sentence. Oh, no. But the Kansas City Royals minus 111. Throw 111 to win 100. 333 to win 300. Hell, throw a G on it if you want to. The Kansas City Royals are taking down the Detroit Tigers. Eight Mile going to be depressed tonight, baby. Ooh, I don't know about all that. I really don't. That is show number, what is this, show 14? No. Yeah. I think show 15 by is now, right? No, yeah. it's 14, yeah. Who knows? Oh, yeah, I just want to make I get two locks. That's right. Yeah. With that being said right now, I don't know. <laughs> the Kansas City Royals, which we found out at the start of the season, had a 33% chance to win the division, and now they have a 0% chance to win the I division. I never thought I put them on a lock of the week. I cannot wait for this lock of the week tonight. <laughs> Follow us, KCPressBox.com. My name is Steve Serrano. This guy is Davo. We appreciate it. Tell your friends all about the show. We do this every single week. Obviously, a lot to talk about next week. Uh, the trade deadline is coming to an end less than a week away by the time that uh, you catch this show. Um, the Chiefs fantasy football is just around the corner. A Olympics. lot to talk about. We need to have your Olympic minute because you're going to be up every, all night watching. I will be watching the Olympics. Will you, give us, will you be the official Olympic reporter can, next week? I can do that. I okay. can do that Let's for do you. Let's do Olympics next week. So thank you guys so much for catching the show. KCPressBox.com. I am Steve Serrano. I'm Dave. We out. Have a great day. Bye.